This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. All right, this is something that Cato may know a little about. Uh, but if you've ever heard of Dry January, it is a relatively new thing, I think where people decide that in January they are going to take the month off of drinking to kind of catch up after the holidays and maybe prove to themselves they're not alcoholics. Now, why would you ever think that I would know anything about not drinking? (laughs) I just thought you might have heard of it and laughed at it. No. Well, you also got resolutions there, too. People's like, I'm not going to drink as much this year. So, Well, that's the discussion they're having because mm. there's a new trend called dry-ish January. I mean, I'm buzzed right now. Okay. <laughs> so I cannot <laughs> certainly last night, take yo. a month off. I couldn't even take last night off. Well, that's okay. what people say. 86% of drinkers would be more likely to participate in dry January if the focus was more about drinking in moderation than not drinking at all. What do you think I know about drinking in moderation? I didn't include you. It was 86%. (laughs) You're in the other 14. How about those moms that drink the mommy juice? Um, that's grapes, that's, and that's a health juice. And I don't think that's the issue. We're talking about people that after a, a month of hard partying, they're like, I need to back yeah. up. And Hulk, that's doctor, doctor recommended. Oh, is it? The mommy okay. juice is doctor I have no idea. Um, and it makes sense if you think about it. Cutting back on alcohol is easier than just quitting cold turkey or wild turkey. Um, and a single month of not drinking isn't that much better for you than just consuming moderate or low amounts. The problem is that moderation is so vague that it doesn't force you to make a notable change. So a lot of people, like if you're going on a diet-ish, that's not going to work. I always mix my vodka with water because then it's a health drink. You're welcome. I'm hydrating. Okay. (laughs) So healthy. (laughs) Still, they said about 90% of the people out there said they try to drink less booze during January just as part of it. Mm -hmm. Um, I agree with everything there. I I think the idea of dry January is stupid because someone who does enjoy social drinking or, in Cato's case, binge drinking... Um, hey. I, I didn't mean it bad. Okay. All right. So, but no, I, I think they're not going to quit cold turkey for a month, but they would, if you were to, to, I guess, package this better, they would be willing to maybe say, all right, January's a slow party month anyway. I'm going to back down some. Yeah, but there's nothing else to do. It's cold. It's miserable. So you're saying most people just say drunk alone in January. Tell hey. me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a ton of drunk shopping that goes on, and that's just at home. In January? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, Prime. no, 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 not in December. 
Well, we're I, talking about dry January. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. During the month of December, they're doing a bunch of drunk shopping on online at uh, Amazon. Yeah, prime and wine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah. I tell you, I may have to experience this next month. I got so many parties between now and the end of the year. Right. Yes, I'm going to Cancun for New Year's. I may come back and just take a month off. So you're going to do dry January or dry-ish January? I'll try the dry January. I don't think that'll work for you. Mm. I give it until January 2nd. No. I give it until the 5th. When's the weekend? (laughs) There you go. My thing is I try to do things like this, and then friends will call going, hey, we're going to go to Ties or, you know, Hall of Fame. And I'm like, well, okay, I'll meet you there. You need to tell them. You say this is dry January. I, I have a, I'm, yeah. Well, peer pressure, you know, man. Peer pressure. Average American drinks twice as much during the holidays, according to this survey. And one of the favorite drinks, eggnog, is one of them. I guess people are uh, spiking uh, the eggnog. I'm not a big eggnog mm. fan. Yeah. Uh, coffee and Bailey's and Irish cream. Ooh. That sounds good. Yeah. Drinking a little bit. <laughs> Holiday beers was number three on the list. What's that? Holiday beers. Uh, I don't know. Does that like, tastes like hot chocolate. Winter, or? winter lager. Or I don't something. like them either, Kato. Gingerbread no. stout. Something they mentioned. Ooh, no. Cider. They're spiking the cider. Twenty-seven percent. Mm-hmm. And hot buttered rum. Twenty-one percent say they mix rum with butter and hot water and cider. Mm. Yeah. Butter is in it. I guess so. I don't, mm. That's that's something. Is that like a buttery nipple? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Is and that then, a drink? Yeah. Okay, good. It's a shot. <laughs> Here's another couple of honorable mentions. They say wine. 19% said wine. Mm-hmm. Hot toddy. You know? Mm-hmm. What, what is a hot toddy? I, yeah, I've heard it all I my life. I haven't had it, but yeah. And then wassail. What is wassail? 8% wassail. <laughs> That's what you call Waffle House after a few drinks. That's kind of wassail. <laughs> That's funny. I like that. I'm going to go wassailing today. What's that? Is the like, walking funny? It's weird. Wassailing in the winter wonderland. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, Tom was telling us about, uh, I guess, <laughs> we drink a little bit during the holiday season. You know, we drink twice as much during the holidays. Uh, and uh, here's some of the things I mentioned that we do drink. Eggnog. Someone spikes the eggnog, so watch out. <laughs> Even if you're at Granny's house, it might be her that's doing that. <laughs> Coffee with Bailey's and Irish cream. Holiday beers people drink and hot buttered rum. Mm. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. And then we stumbled upon something called wassail. When, <laughs> when I saw wassail, you know, I, I, I didn't think of it as a drink or anything. I, I thought of something like, you know, when your panties are in a wad and you're kind of trying to wassail them out. <laughs> you're kind of shaking around and without anyone noticing. And I'm going to wassail my panties out there. Wassailing around the Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wassailing in a winter wonderland. This is going to last forever. I know. I know. Uh, anyway, that's funny stuff. But I did some research on wassailing. And uh, it is a drink, and it's named after a tradition that is actually still going on. And this is in Europe or somewhere over there. <laughs> it's not not here. We don't do, we do it a little bit different here, kind of. It's called caroling, basically. But the tradition of wassailing falls into two categories. Okay, you got a house visiting wassail, and the orchard visit wassail. So the house visiting wassail is the practice of people going door to door, singing and offering a drink. 
uh, from the Wassel Bowl, and then oh, it's an exchange <laughs> for a gift. Now, it still happens for the most part, but they've changed some of it to just singing and drinking. So you're Christmas caroling while, you know, in a, having a red solo cup. So this is just <laughs> Christmas caroling. Well, because so, that's what you do when you Christmas carol is you put something hot and alcoholic in your little cup. Do you? Not all uh, of them. Have you ever been caroling? I've been drinking and singing. <laughs> yeah. Well, me too, but I've never went door to door. I, I mean, we've been to friend's Tom. house, and all of a sudden they open the door, and we all start singing, but it's not like we're going door to door. You know what? Let's, let's pretend like we're going to be Christmas carolers right now. Let's sing Silent Night, and you know what, Tom? You take the harmonies, okay? Uh, I don't believe I have any alcohol right now. Silent night, holy night. You're, you're, go, Tom. No, you didn't give me any alcohol. That's not the word. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So anyway, they say that that practice still exists, Tom. So people are carrying around the bowl and still doing it. But for the most part, some of them are just doing Christmas caroling and drinking a little bit. Now, the other wassailing is this, the orchard visiting wassail. And that's when you visit orchard in cider-producing regions in England and basically, you sing to the trees to promote a good harvest for the coming year. You've got to be drunk to do that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like we're going to go sing to the trees. So if my neighbors come out tonight, yeah. ask me what I'm doing yeah, I'm with that tree. Yeah, I'm wassling. I'm like, it's legal. <laughs> it's legal. It depends on whether you have your pants up or down. That's a weird tradition, don't you think? I, yeah. The word wassail, the more you say it, the more yeah. ridiculous it sounds. Mm-hmm. Wassail on over here. Every day I'm wassailing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still honestly a little confused. So wassail is not a drink. It's no, this stuff. It's a drink. It, there's also a drink called the wassail that uh-huh. actually originated from singing to these trees that produce cider, apple cider. Do the wassail. Yeah. I like the Christmas song, wassail. The wassail. I, I was, what, what you wassle baby, you? wassle baby, wassle. No, no, no. no. Wassling around the, the Christmas, Christmas tree. tree. Yeah, that was fun right there. Got my panties up it, my butt. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh. Wow. I've been wassling all night last night. So okay. The, the wassle drink is like cider. It's kind of a hot cider. <laughs> with Is that even how that word is pronounced? Oh, great. No, it's W-A-S-S-A-I-L. It looks like wassail or something. Someone text in that they put it in their apple cider. Okay. So, it is a thing. Apple cider, pineapple juice, orange juice, Jim Beam, vanilla well, beans. The rich people probably say wassail. I say wassail, baby, wassail. Wassail. It might be wassail. Do you have any left? Do you have a wassail left? Wassailing night. <laughs> Holy night. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah. I'm dreaming of a wassail Christmas. Christmas. Okay. Wassail. Wassel. It is Wassel. Okay. Wassel. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's uh, Wassel. Okay. Yeah. Just want to make sure. Hey, I got something right, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Ha- have a Wassel uh, Christmas. Yeah. We can listen to it in British, too. Wassel. Oh, 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 British, it is wassail. Okay, Stay here, Hawk. I know. Why'd you do that? I finally had something right after all these years. I thought it was just going to be wassail with the British pronunciation, like wassail. Mm-hmm. How do you say what? that? How would you do that in British? I don't know. Can we don't wrap know this up? I need to get my panties straight, y'all. Wassail on over. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B ninety three point seven.
this may offend some people. I'm just going to warn you up front. If you're easily offended, you may not want to keep listening. Or you might want to so you can be offended. Because oh, some people seem to like that. Yeah. Uh, but this kind of upset me a little, and maybe I'm overthinking it. In Hawaii, right now, there is a volcano that is erupting. and it I'm is offended. The, one of the, uh, I think, the largest volcano in the world that's active. And it's erupting. It hasn't done so since 1984. I have a friend who lives on the big island of Hawaii, and he's been sending us really cool pictures. He flies tourist planes there, and so he owns a company that actually has the planes that you like pay to take a tour of the island and see all the cool stuff. Mm. So he's loving it because he's getting to show people this erupting volcano. I bet. And he's been sending us pictures out, out of his plane. Uh, but he says that the officials there are very strict and uptight about everything to mm-hmm. the point where it's almost annoying. And that apparently is the case because there are now some reports coming out of Hawaii. Of course, they're getting huge tourism from all this. Mm -hmm. They're making a ton of money. A big influx of visitors that have come to see these volcanoes. There's actually two volcanoes erupting right now. Yeah. And the native Hawaiians are upset because people are doing something that is making them mad. Swimming in the volcano. Oh, it's so hot. That's a good guess. guess. They're actually throwing marshmallows onto the lava. Oh, that sounds delicious. It sounds kind of cool just to watch it melt real fast. I mean, it's not the most exciting thing ever, but I could see how people might think, let's throw some marshmallows on this and... Maybe even like you're maybe thinking, Cato, is hold a stick over it. Ah, that's what I do. It's the world's hugest s'mores. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently, and this is where I may upset some people, volcanoes are considered sacred in Hawaii. Ah. So it's trampling on some of their religious beliefs that's seen as disrespectful. Oh. Now, hmm. if it was Christianity, it would be okay to be disrespectful to it because Christianity, no one cares if you're disrespectful to it, apparently, in this world. But any other thing out there, we have to be ultra respectful of, no matter how crazy it might seem to educated minds. It's a marshmallow. It's edible. Okay. I don't really get that either. I don't see how a marshmallow is in any way a bad thing for this. I would understand if they're driving like cars into it or something ridiculous, but this is food. People eat it. Well, it's it's just it instantly turns into carbon as soon as it hits the thing. I mean, it just turns black into that black, crusty carbon. Oh, that's when they're the best. Okay. You ever Maybe watch, you are disrespecting him. Do you ever watch Ghostbusters and just think, how many s'mores could that big old Ghostbusters? Now, man? wouldn't it have been cool if <laughs> a volcano had erupted and he walked into it? <laughs> and he would have just fizzled down. Yeah, and not the, yeah. Hold on yeah. to a stick and drop him in. But the mayor of Hawaii's Big Island said it might be a social media thing, but he is upset about it. He's concerned people might get too close to the lava where they could get hurt or need to be rescued. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. I mean, first of all, it is a free country. And second of all, if that happens, then you deal with those people who broke the rules. Man, they need to drop some chicken legs into it. Some fried chicken. You're not helping our case. Uh, But they are uh, upping the penalties for trespassing. The tourists who got caught too close to the lava this week are facing $500 fines and 30 days in jail because they stood near an eruption of lava flow. Yeah. And maybe held a, a... smoked uh, marshmallow over it. They wouldn't even know, though, if it weren't on social media. If you went and tossed a marshmallow in the lava, they would have no idea unless you post it. Well, that's the whole point of it is to post it, though. So you need to post it under a fake account. Well, did you see that TikToker? (laughs) She was like trying to get publicity by hitting golf balls into the Grand Canyon. No, that's dumb. 
Yeah, yeah. Is it? Why is that dumb? Well, I, don't know. Uh, I guess it's littering. It was littering, yeah, yeah. and also you might hit a, a person riding a donkey. Right. <laughs> that's what. No, no. Honestly, that's what they said, and okay. she was fine. Wait, wait, whoa, 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 uh, whoa. Well, airplanes yeah. drop those blue ice things all the time, and yeah. we basically <laughs> live with the possibility that we could die from someone's frozen urine hitting us in the head. Yeah. But yeah. they're worried about her hitting a golf ball into the Grand Canyon. If she doesn't clean it up, then it's litter. Otherwise, that other thing is a hogwash. Think of the cruise ships that release their mm. uh, tanks out in the middle of the ocean. They don't. They always. Sometimes they release them near your shore because I've been swimming near Cape Canaveral in Florida, and you'll have heads of cabbage float up next to you, and it's from the cruise ships. Oh, okay. Now, that's because the cabbage don't sink real well. But you know they dumped a bunch of other stuff then. Yeah. I mean, that's food, though. That's a little different. Uh, you're talking about Poughkeepsie, right? That's food, like, too. Yeah. Well, yeah, but it's not coming up as a whole head of cabbage unless they didn't chew. Well, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow, Tori. Wow. Yeah. Classy. <laughs> She's taken, y'all. Can you believe that? Man, disgusting. But the uh, Grand Canyon National Park said, uh, you know, she could be fined a maximum penalty for $5,000 wow. for hitting golf balls into the Grand Canyon, just saying. That makes so, the guy in Hawaii look cheap. Yeah, I know, I know. And, you know, speaking of golf, you see in Mississippi, two golfers got into a fight over the game. One guy bit off the other guy's nose. Bit it off. Wow. Yeah. As a general rule, when the golfers say, you know, he lost a couple of holes, it's usually talking <laughs> about his golf balls or <laughs> in the game, not his nostrils. Really? <laughs> <laughs> this is true. That's a true story. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't making that up at all. Well, I'll tell you something I've done. I've <laughs> I've stuck my feet. I've waded into the water at Reedy River downtown. <laughs> Kelly, you jumped all the way in. I did. That one torture Tuesday. I can, I, can I see your feet? Are they okay? <laughs> <laughs> they look like a head of lettuce. I could get fined. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 